Welcome to the podcast, Fatherhood, Perspectives on Righteous, Intentional Parenting, where two guys discuss and explore the challenges of parenting. They share their experiences, ideas, and perspectives as they search for ways to be better sons, husbands, and dads. Here are the hosts, Joseph Winkle and Taylor Greenhall. Joe, how have you been? I'm great, Taylor. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. I look forward to these conversations every week. We've had, it seems like, countless of them, but uh, I just look forward to them every week because we always talk about something fun. I always learn something, and I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you today. I feel exactly the same. I, talking about being fathers, talking about our kids, talking about this experience uh, with somebody else always teaches me something, and, and I enjoy it. I look forward to this. So, yeah. Awesome. So a couple months ago, my family, my extended family, does a Zoom or did a Zoom meeting. We uh, started as a the first one we did was for a funeral. Actually, we couldn't meet in person because of the pandemic. So we met and Zoom and had a little memorial for a family member. And we decided to keep this going. And so uh, during this most recent one, one of my aunts asked this question to generate a little discussion, which was, "What brings you joy in my life, in your life?" And I thought. Maybe it's because you and I have been talking about this so much, and it was just at the time that we were starting these podcast episodes. And of course, my thoughts went to my kids, but specifically, it was uh, I had some experiences in my life where I, I was able to observe the way that my children see the world, and it just opened my eyes to um, the joy that is in life. I'll tell you a quick story. My son James, he was getting ready. Uh, for preschool. I happened to have the day off of work for some reason. So I offered to take him to preschool and he really wanted to ride his bike. It was just at a neighborhood house, probably half a mile from our house. So we were riding our bikes to preschool and we were riding along a fairly busy street. So my anxiety was already creeping up a little bit because he hasn't been riding his bike for too long. He's a pretty confident rider, but as his father, I was riding behind him watching his every move. And I noticed on this busy street, we were going against the flow of traffic and a huge semi was coming right in the lane next to the sidewalk where we were riding. So I just kept my fingers crossed that it would pass without incident. Of course, it passed by and you get this huge gust of wind that kind of almost was strong enough, it felt like, to knock me off my bike. So I was, my, my emotion at the time was anxiety, relief that it was over, relief that nothing scary or dangerous happened. And we got to this corner where we turned off the busy street and we were heading up a big hill. So we got off of our bikes and we're walking up. And my son brought up the, this event of this truck passing by us. And he said, Dad, wasn't that awesome? And I wanted to say, no, it was kind of terrifying, actually. From my <laughs> vantage point, it was kind of terrifying. But I just kind of ran with it. And I said, yeah, it was. What did you think of it? And he said, it felt like there was a thousand pieces of wind that hit me in the face. And I just thought, how amazing is this? That for me, this experience that, you know, we've talked about fear before, this heightened my fear a little bit, was an inconvenience to me, was something that was so joyous and so exciting to my son that he really didn't even know how to explain it. It was something brand new. It was something he probably has never experienced in his life. There was no element of fear or hesitation or anxiety. It was just this awesome experience. And I realized had I not taken that opportunity to do what my son wanted to do in that moment, it would have been much easier to drive him to school, but he wanted to ride his bike to school. If I had not taken that moment to be there with my son in that moment, 
I would have missed a really, to me, it ended up being a really beautiful experience because I got a glimpse and I think maybe both of us together made it a perfect situation. I was maybe controlling a little bit so that I knew that he didn't get into too much danger or have trouble getting his bike up the hill or whatever, but he just took the experience for what it was and it was a purely magical, purely joyful experience. And it is so fun. Again, my youngest now is 10, so my kids are now getting older. It's so fun to hear about younger children and the way they talk. These are, I mean, you think as a new parent, what are you always sharing with people? Oh, so-and-so said this. Oh, so you know, yeah. our kid did this. And to most people, they'd be annoyed, like, I'm not interested in what your little <laughs> kids. But once your kids are gone and grown, you miss it. You miss that pure vision of life and the excitement and how experiences you've had, which are commonplace or even nerve-wracking right to them are amazing or exhilarating and it is a gift you know it just it, i think of how we are always thinking about how we teach our kids but honestly our kids can teach us just as much if not more if we're we let them and we're listening so yeah. that's a great story and it really it really took me to a place where i made a decision i need to look at the world through the eyes of my children sometimes, because it does a couple things for me. Number one, it helps me relate to them a little bit better as their father. It helps me understand where they're coming from in certain situations, whether it's difficulty with school or excitement about riding a bike or uh, struggling trying to learn something new. I think sometimes a fault of for me and for parents is we think, well, we know it all. We've experienced what my child is experiencing right now, so I'm the best teacher for them. But like you said, the opposite is often really true. In that moment when I sat back and didn't say, okay, there's a semi coming, we need to stop our bikes and get out of the way, I made sure he was safe and I stepped back a little bit and observed him live that experience and it taught me more than if I would have stepped in or thought I knew exactly how to teach my son in that moment. Does yeah, that make we, sense? We already know what we know, um, so we're not going to learn much from ourselves. But uh, yeah, when the kids teach, it's uh, funny. I have a, my 17-year-old. I just drove him to Las Vegas. Actually, he drove me and uh, caught a plane. Uh, he's going to be working on a family's farm in Idaho for the ne next few months. He just has this amazing interest in figuring out how things work and building things. And and so he has already forgot more about auto mechanics than I'll ever know when he's only 17 years old. He just has a gift for mechanics and how things work. So now my kids today, they actually do teach me things. I'm like, how do I do this? And they can come and show me. <laughs> or my oldest son just graduating. He's an amazing musician. He's self-taught guitarist, really talented, put a lot of time into that. Sings, performs. And uh, I saw him for the senior show, him and his buddy perform and sing. And I was like, the guts that kid has. I mean, I sing all the time on my own when I'm in the car, <laughs> like most people are in the shower. But I would never get on a stage as a senior in high school. And uh, yeah, it's great that we can always learn from our kids like you by listening and giving them an opportunity to teach. And eventually when they get old enough, they can just teach you things you never learned. Right. That's kind of fun. And the thing for the thing I've learned is that it's so easy to learn from them. The only thing I feel like I have to do is just be with them, be around them. About five years ago, my wife and I decided that we'd create a little tradition in our family. And 
that was the intent of it is just to spend more quality intentional time with our kids and it's a really simple tradition but it's become our favorite family tradition and all we do is every month one of us takes one of the kids on we call it an outing or a date night and we give our kids almost complete control of the situation we say okay you get to decide what we're going to do today or tonight and we just let them take control as they're younger it's usually a favorite movie or a favorite pizza place or whatever the other brother did last time that I want to do now um, and I'm but I'm hoping as they get older and mature a little bit the activities and the interactions become a little bit more maybe not just so much focused on what's my favorite food to eat or what's my favorite movie but what I have learned is that time where I allow my children to know that they have my undivided attention and I've heard the exact same thing from my wife when we talk about these evenings after we get home when I allow one of my children to have my undivided attention, so I'm not worried about anything about my job, I'm not focusing any of my attention on my wife because she's not there, I'm not focusing any of my attention on my other child, that something almost magical happens. My kids open up to me, I learn about them, and they teach me so many things. You know, oftentimes when my kids come home from school together, I say, how was school today? Oh, fine what'd you do today? Nothing. Maybe they sense that my attention is in a lot of different places at the time. But when I talk to them, when we're sitting at dinner or at a movie or going for a walk or playing mini golf, I can talk to them and I can say, hey, tell me about how school's going. And they open up something. The question doesn't change, but the setting is what changes. And they know they have my undivided attention and they open up and it's just this amazing communication that you and I have talked about that just, it just happens naturally all because I've just let them know that they have my time and my attention. Well, that's, that's very wise and it's a great practice and it's a simple thing. You know, a lot of times as parents, we're like, I want a better relationship with my kids, but I don't know how to do it. I'm not a relationship specialist. I didn't have a good relationship with my parents and and now I don't have a good relationship with my kids. And, and yet it, this is such a simple idea, um, especially when they're younger, letting them, I, that's why I love letting them make the decisions of what they want to do. That way they're very excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, without the other kids around or, or work and, and, or home even, probably does allow them to open up more in ways they wouldn't normally do that. I think in the end, what, you know, as a parent, what am I really trying to accomplish in this time I have with my children, these few short years? And I used to thought, well, I just want to, I want to help my kids learn how to be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to say all the time, I just want you to be happy. I just want you to learn how to have a happy life. But I realized that's not true. What I really want is for us to be happy. Right. What I really want is a good relationship with my children. And boy, you know, a, a simple intentional idea like that just one day a month we go out together you choose the activity is a great place to start well and to build on something you just said that i think is really important because this has been on my mind for a long time before i even had kids or even met my wife for that matter when i was first out of college i i was working at a speech therapy clinic in alaska and I had a, a certain client that would come every Friday with his mom. I was working with kids, you know, from 10 to 14 years old. So he's about 11 years old. And every Friday, his mom would bring him to his speech therapy session. Well, one Friday, his dad brought him. And so I just kind of started a conversation with his dad. And 
I said, hey, you must have got the day off work today. And he was so excited. He couldn't be more excited. In fact, I chuckle because the, the, the child was old enough to be a little bit embarrassed by how excited his dad was to be spending the day with him. Wow. And he just started talking about everything they were doing that day. We're going to go to breakfast, then we're going to go watch a movie, then we're going to go do this, and then we're going to go get some food to have a barbecue with my, with the rest of our family. And I walked away from that. Again, at this point, I wasn't even married, didn't have kids, obviously. I walked away from that experience, from that experience, that interaction, and I said, that son is fortunate because he may not remember the details of today. And, and any other day like today. He may not remember the specific details in 10 years from now, but he will remember when his dad had the option, his dad chose to be with him. And for me, that was powerful. And I thought that's the thing he's going to remember is his dad, when he might very well have said, well, I, I work hard. I finally get the day off. I'm going to relax or I'm going to go golfing or I'm going to go watch TV or whatever. His dad chose to be with him. And I thought that's a powerful principle. And I don't know if that dad understood what he was doing for his son or for me. And that is my hope. You know, um, I think even if you ask my kids today, do you remember what we did on our last outing? They'd probably say no. But every time we say, this week we're going to do an outing, it's the best day of the month. And that's my hope. It's not that my kids will remember every single detail of what we do on these special outings. It's that, like you said, I build a relationship with my children, and my wife does the same thing, that they remember that there's quality time spent with our family, and hopefully we learn from each other, I learn from my kids, and they learn something from me, and then that makes our relationship strong. Yeah, well, and I, I think it's important to, to point out that uh, it's great to do this when your kids are young. It, it opens those lines of communication and makes them excited to be around you, you're excited to be around them. But there's never an age where it's too late. You know, it's never a time that's too late. It, you may have some walls to break through. But in the end, if your kids know, I want to spend time with you and we can do what you're interested in, maybe they'll, you know, they'll beat you back a few times with their mistrust. But eventually you'll win over because every child wants to have a relationship with their parents and every parent wants to have a relationship with their kids. Well, I... I've always appreciated your input because it's so valuable, but that is my invitation to you, Joe, and to everyone who's listening. Just find a way to take some time with each of your children or grandchildren or, or whatever it may be. And it's easy for my wife and I because there's two of us and we have two kids, so we just do a simple swap. So you may have to do some juggling. Um, you have seven kids, so it might not be as easy for you to figure all that out, but it doesn't have to be anything. I've learned it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. It doesn't have to be anything that is out of this world. It's just the time and the activity really is just the vehicle for you to spend time with your children. And so that's my invitation is figure out a way monthly, every other month, whatever you want to do, but start somewhere and spend that quality time one-on-one -on -one with your children and just watch what happens. For me, it's been this amazing eye-opening experience where I've learned so much about my children that I've don't feel like I would have otherwise known. And it's been a huge learning experience for me. And I just look forward to keeping this tradition alive with my kids and building a strong relationship. Well, I really appreciate you sharing that with me. And uh, I love it. And it's something um, I'm going to be talking to my wife more about because we used to do that when our kids were younger. We've done it less now that we're older. I'd like to thank everyone for listening today and invite you to subscribe and follow our channel. Have a great day. We are so glad you could join in on the podcast, Fatherhood, 
perspectives on righteous, intentional parenting. You can find us on all the best podcast sites. Please subscribe and share. And be a part of the conversation by sharing your ideas, posing questions, and making suggestions. Drop us a line at fatherhoodperspectives at gmail.com. That's one word, fatherhoodperspectives at gmail.com. This segment was recorded and engineered by Jim Fugate. The music for this podcast was provided by thepodcasthost.com and Alitu, the podcast maker. Find your own free music over at thepodcasthost.com slash free music. 